Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Uh, we're about to go to Ian Moose Rebilliard, uh, the, the guru. Gary Birkinshaw, you were just saying about coaching and you were talking about the college system. And I reckon it's a good way to bring in basketball legend Moose Rebilliard as well on this conversation because you're talking about in the college system where coaches really kind of pave their way, don't they? And they, they coach hundreds and hundreds, thousands of games, and they're a coach for decades. Uh, continue the conversation, Guru. Yeah, look, I just read through the week, one of the, one of the Major League Baseball teams, you look through the coaching staff they had there, and the head coach might have been involved for 50 years, you know, right down to the, the bullpen coach. He's been involved in 25 years. And, you know, they, they might have had... Yeah, half a dozen coaches involved, but they've all had 20 years or more experience in the, in you know, in coaching or you know, playing in that that field. Well, I remember Paul Ruse saying in the Australian system is that as coach, we're the only prof- AFL is the only professional one of the only professional leagues in the world that has to employ development coaches because we've got players on our list who, who aren't ready to play first grade football. But in America, you've got the college system that gets them ready for professional football, and and that's because the the coaches at college level. They're experienced coaches. Well, at, at our NRL, AFL, our development coaches are probably the first year in their in their system. Well, in America, they go through high school, they go through you know, senior high school, then they go college before they get into into the professional football. So they're well qualified coaches and well experienced more than anything else. Well, let's go to our legendary player and coach Ian Moose Rebilliard, OAM. What are you What are your thoughts about what Gary just had to say? Yeah, well, hi, Gary. G'day, Steve. Appreciate the call. Yeah, look, it's um, not only are they there for a long time in, in the systems, but there's an ongoing commitment to education and training. And uh, that that is something we probably don't do as well in Australia because of the depth of uh, the number of coaches we have. So it's not unusual for coaches in, in that system to be, you know, there for a long time, but very, very current with uh, new trends and, and keeping ahead of the game. So... Um, yeah, it's a system we probably envy a little bit, and hence why there's a bit of a uh, a trail of uh, Australian athletes heading to the the US college system. Hey, uh, one of the reasons you're on this morning is this trade. The news broke yesterday. I think social media went into meltdown. Simmons to the Nets. Harden goes the other way. And uh, just reading a little further into this, uh, I mean, the Kyrie Irving factor and that he's... An anti-vaxxer, that plays into this scenario as well. But first, what are your thoughts about Simmons finally leaving Philly? Well, I, I think it's probably a, a relief. I mean, I, I, I'm sure Dad Dave would have breathed a very big sigh of relief, who's a great guy and, you know, obviously wants the best for his son. But I think the, the system he's going into, he's supported by one of our best. So Paddy Mills has already come out and has been in contact with with uh, Simmons throughout this whole process. And for him to actually land in Brooklyn, I think we should rename it, Steve. It's the, the Brooklyn Boomers because we're going to claim <laughs> Kyrie as well. He was born in Melbourne. So I think it's a good system for him to be in. And I think Steve Nash, he's, I think he's coming out of a 10-game losing streak. So the pressure was on him. So hence that may have... Uh, influence the quickness of that trade or the finalisation of that trade. But I think Simmons will find himself 
under some very good care there, and leading that charge is uh, is Paddy Mills. Yeah, Moose. Realistically, given that Ben Simmons has played no basketball of, of any significance, I suppose, for a number of months, how realistically, how soon could he play? Yeah, while while he may not have played any games, he he would have been uh, fine tuning his game in the gym and in training courts. Uh, so. He will have lost match fitness, but you know the, the thing is, he's going to have to learn the, the Brooklyn system, uh, both offensively and defensively. I think they would be keen to get him into games as soon as practical. So uh, you know it'll, it'll be an interesting scenario to watch. But I, I would say within a fortnight, he'd be playing some significant minutes. So the Nets traded Harden and also Paul Millsap. What are your thoughts about the trade going the other way? Uh, you know, Harden, a former MVP. Yeah, well, I guess what the 76ers were looking for was was a scorer. Um, obviously, Brooklyn didn't need that. Not not when you've got you know you've got Irving, you've got Durant, although he's coming off an injury. But the Sixers needed some extra firepower offensively, and Doc Rivers uh, is very well known for this. So hard, and obviously a former MVP and a like he's just an amazing scorer, even though he too was coming off an injury. Um, I think that's probably, again, worked in uh, Simmons's favour uh, because Brooklyn didn't need a scorer and Harden obviously was and sharing the ball around Durant, Irving, you know, good players that want to get their, their shots up. Um, he's going over to help, you know, Joel Embiid, who's a dead set scorer, and Harris, he's a scorer, but you really need that third punch and I think that's what uh, Rivers was looking for at, uh, at Philly. Actually, speaking of scoring, Paddy Mills is going to the three-point championship on the All-Star weekend. So, I mean, he's been deadly from outside this year, hasn't he? Well, he has. And, I mean, you know, his performance at Tokyo was, I think, really stamped himself, really, as not just a, a great player, but his leadership, his uh, willingness to put team before individual performance Gelled, gelled the Boomers exceptionally well, well supported obviously by the other senior players, probably Ingalls especially. But I think, you know, he's he's just a quality player, Steve. He's got that Australian attribute that we've spoken about. He does put team first. He brings teams together. And sometimes that secondary to, to he's just an outstanding player and absolutely a deadly marksman from outside as being shown this year. Hey, I noticed that uh, Josh Giddy will also be at that guru in a skills challenge. Yeah, he's also playing in the rookies in the in the rookie contest as well. So, look, what a fantastic start to his career that he's had. I think he was drafted at number six. I think he was drafted at and playing for the OKC, who Oklahoma City, who aren't uh, doing that well as a team, but they're just a young team just developing. And I, I think that he's exceeded everyone's expectations. Moose, would you agree with that? I'd agree with that. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, Gary, you should just do basketball, mate. Give this AFL gig <laughs> a bit of a. <laughs> but Giddy, like again, you know, and I played against his dad, Warwick, who's a great guy. He was actually a rugby player as well. Um, that team mentality, player, an important role in your team. You know, take what that opportunity provides. So to see Giddy where he is, I, I think he's probably surprised. <laughs> a lot of people and uh, as you said okay you know Oklahoma City they're, they're at the moment they're okay that's the, the true part of their acronym at the moment but give them time as they develop and, and they you know they're putting time into the young players and you know all credit to them for that because you can't just walk out of a 
you know, a training program as an 18-year-old, expect to make the impact that he has. So, you know, congratulations to him. Well, Moose, uh, I think what you're seeing, mate, is like I'm looking at the extensive notes that the guru Gary Birkinshaw has made. What it says is that Michael Buten is under enormous pressure to retain his spot at the top of the order. <laughs> well, you just don't give you don't give people a break. You know, you don't give them that opportunity, that sniff, to yeah. <laughs> to lose your to lose your place. But Butes, he's under enormous pressure. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, Moose. Uh, what else? It's been a while since you've been on the show. Uh, what else is making news? And is there something happen- happening at the Academy of Sport that we should know about? Yeah. Look, we. You know, uh, we've, we've remained really busy. We've, we've launched a beach volleyball program. We're still chasing extras in that program. We've launched our netball program under the tutelage of Jess Morgan. Our regional academy network had a fantastic um, uh, conference this week. And uh, Gary, you'd know Mark McEwen. Uh, he was the guest presenter that came up talking about teamwork and uh, how you can uh, increase efficiency through performance. So we had a really, really important uh, two days just uh, trying to get better in in our work. So uh, he was a a real, really good quality speaker. He's from Melbourne and uh, I think he's a life member at Collingwood, if I I recall that correctly. So, yeah, we were very, very fortunate to to enjoy some uh, often, you know, neglected professional development and training ourselves. So there's a lot going on and uh, looking forward to what lies ahead in the next month or two as we prepare for the Academy Games in Wagga. We'll have 1,200 athletes heading down there um, early April. So a lot on, Steve. Yeah, fantastic, mate. Uh, Great to have you back on the show. All the best to the family and we'll talk soon. Okay. Thanks, Steve. All the best to you, Gary, and and good luck, Buttes. Keep the pressure on. (laughs) Yeah, he's on shaky ground. No one can replace Buttes. Don't worry about that.